Welcome to the Hope for Healing, Faith for Living podcast. This podcast is designed to help you grow in faith and walk in the promises of God's Word. Now, let's join today's episode with our host, Tim Dumas. Welcome again to another episode of the Hope for Healing, Faith for Living podcast. I'm your host, Tim Dumas. We're talking about guarding our heart, having a merry heart, a joyful heart, and how this causes us to be strong of heart. Okay, so let's look over some of the verses that we've talked about. Proverbs 17, verse 22, a joyful heart or a merry heart is good medicine, but a crushed spirit dries up the bones. Proverbs 4, 23, keep your heart or guard your heart with all diligence, for from it flows the springs of life. Then, of course, Jesus said, In John 14, verse 1, let not your hearts be troubled. Believe in God. Believe also in me. So we see the condition of our hearts is actually our choice. Are we actively believing, trusting God and acting on his word? So we even talked about, again, how Paul and Silas were in prison at midnight, but yet they chose to rejoice, to praise God, to sing hymns. And then actually the jailer got saved because of that. So let's look at Proverbs 18, verse 14. It says, The strong spirit of a man sustains him in bodily pain or trouble. We saw in our last podcast how there's actually um, um, written prayer uh, that Paul wrote. I mean, yeah, he he wrote it, but he, he was sharing what he was praying for the Christians in Ephesus. And part of that was... Uh, praying for them that God would strengthen them by His Spirit in their inner man so that they could be strong and be rooted and grounded in the love of Christ. Now, I've mentioned before that a lot of times when you see in Scripture when God is telling us to do something, uh, in actuality, what it means is look to His Word to see what we are supposed to uh, yield to and... and um, be obedient in, and then trust Him for the outcome. So that's even the case with guarding our hearts. Okay? We are told to guard our hearts, but actually God will do that for us if we trust Him and believe Him and act on His Word. Let me share a few scriptures here with you. First, let's look at 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 17 through 18. And it says, Pray without ceasing. Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Pray without ceasing. We're always to have a heart of prayer. We're always to have this acknowledgement within our own selves that God is with us. And we're always communicating with Him. We're praising Him. We're talking with Him. We're thinking about uh, what His Word says. We're honoring Him. And then it says, give thanks in all circumstances. It does say thanks for all circumstances, but in all circumstances, we are to give thanks. And again, going back to where Paul and Silas, they were in prison at midnight for something that, you know, they didn't do anything wrong, but yet they were in prison. But they chose to give thanks. And it says, for this is the will of God of Christ in Christ Jesus for you. So no matter what the circumstance is, it's God's will that we pray and that we give thanks to him. Not necessarily for the circumstance, but in all things, no matter what the circumstances are, we are giving thanks to God because he's good. Now, let's look at Philippians chapter 4, beginning with verse 4, and I'm going to read down through verse 7. It says, Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice. 
See, again, it doesn't matter what our circumstances are because they could be bad. They could be desperate circumstances, desperate times, or we could be in pain, uh, bodily sickness, whatever. But the scripture says, give thanks, pray, and rejoice. And then it says in verse 5, let your reasonableness be known to everyone. The Lord is at hand. Do not be anxious for anything, verse 6. But in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And this is verse 7. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Amen. So we are told to guard our heart. Proverbs chapter 4, verse 23. But here we see how. It's by trusting God. Remember how in, in John chapter 14, verse 1, says, let not your hearts be troubled. And here's how. Believe in God. Believe also in me, is what Jesus said. And when we truly believe, there's an action that comes with it. I mentioned last time, James chapter 2 says, faith without works is dead. There's always an action that accompanies our faith. And in James chapter 2, it says the action or acting on the word completes our faith. And so if we're called to guard our heart, if we're called uh, to, as Jesus said, not let our hearts be troubled, this is how we do it. Ephesians 5, 17 and 18, pray without ceasing, give thanks in all circumstances. Philippians 4, verse 4, rejoice in the Lord always. And he says it again. Again, I say rejoice. And then down at verse 6, don't be anxious for anything. Don't have worry, fear, anxiety. Don't do it. It says instead, instead of having those anxious thoughts, through prayer with thanksgiving again, let your requests be made known to God so we are focused back on God. And then it says this, this will happen. And the peace of God, the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts. See, this is how we guard our heart. We trust God, believe God, act on his word. And then we trust him for the outcome. And then that in turn actually guards our heart. And the truth is we can't do it on our own. We need that peace that only God can provide. That surpasses any, any kind of understanding of how. We can have peace because, you know, sometimes a person can have peace and then people from the outside look at them and say, you know, I don't understand. I know what's going on in his life. He's facing a lot, but yet he doesn't seem to be stressed. How does he have peace? Well, that's the peace of God guarding that person's heart and it will guard your heart too. You may be going through some things right now. You may be going through some tough times. You may be going through sickness. You may be going through things that are in, in a lot of ways out of your control. But the Bible says that you are to guard your heart. And the way that you do it is by believing God, praising him, giving thanks to him, rejoicing in him. Letting your requests be made known to him through prayer. Thanking him. And then his peace will guard your heart. His peace will guard your heart. And it won't make sense to some people, but his peace will guard your heart. And then your heart will be strong. Your heart will be rejoicing. 
And remember how we said that the the uh, the strong spirit of man shall sustain him. So God will work in your spirit to get you through the situation, but you got to guard your heart. And to guard your heart, you have to let Him guard your heart. And for Him to guard your heart, you got to believe Him. You got to pray and give thanks and rejoice. Your your mind is focused on Him. You're doing what He says do, and then His peace is going to keep you, and you'll have that strong spirit that rejoice in spirit. Amen. All glory goes to him. So can you have a merry heart? Can you have a strong spirit? Can you have these things? The answer is absolutely yes, because God will do that for you if you trust him and do what he says. Amen. You can be strong of heart. And that's a lot better than having a heart full of anxiety and worry and fear. I don't want that. I know you don't want that either. So let's do what Jesus said. Let not your heart be troubled. Believe. Then act on that belief, trust in him. Amen. Well, thank you again for listening to today's podcast. I have these scriptures written down in the show notes. And uh, again, my name is Tim Dumas. I want you to know I love you. God bless. God bless.